If you could turn to Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 28-29. And of course, I give honor to my pastor for having a confidence in me to speak here tonight. Uh, while both him and Brother John are in Tennessee. If you're there, say amen. The scripture says, The prophet that hath a dream, let him tell a dream. And he that hath my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is in the chaff to the reet, saith the Lord? Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord? And like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. And if I can just focus on that last part of verse 29. When God compares his word like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. And uh, i like to preach to you tonight about something has to break. Something has to break. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father. We thank you for all that you do in our life, God. Lord, we are grateful for the many blessings that you bestowed upon our life, Father. Thank you for your love and your everlasting mercy. God, I ask you today, if you will anoint your vessel one more time to speak your word to this beautiful local assembly, God, that you may receive glory from this evening and that we may follow after the flow and anointing of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Around 200 BC in China, under the Emperor Xin Hun Huang, say that name fast ten times, Xin Huang, uh, he would begin to construct something that would arguably go down not just in, as China, but as the world's greatest creation. We know this today as the Great Wall of China. Quinn ordered that the earlier fortifications between states be removed and a number of existing, existing walls along the northern border be joined into a single system that would extend for more than 3,100 miles initially. And before this said and done, the Great Wall of China grew to a length of 13,171 feet. Wow. This construction of this wall was mind-boggling. It stand at a height of 33 feet, and the width of the wall was anywhere from 23 to 26 feet th uh, thick. And the wall was mostly made of earth and stone. And as it stretched forth the China seaport, or seaport of Shenangan, over 3,000 miles west in the Ganus province, it was an ambitious project that was built by the Chinese soldiers and convicts. In the course of this creation, over 400,000 men died while working to build this dream that the empire has. And their bodies are said to be buried within the wall. Now, how many been to the job interview and you're sitting there it's like, you know, I really don't want to be here, but I have to. So tell me how much you're going to pay me. Tell me about the 401k, pay time off and everything. Well, when you sign up to do Great Wall of China, the only benefit you get was to die while working. <laughs> 
But as these as this wall was constructed for over hundreds of years, China was protected from the enemies of the north. And our uh, hundreds of years passed after the passing of the imp the first empire, John, and it um, yawn again the name. Uh, there was the Megoria army, the Megoria army that came and approached this great wall. And they were the first army that was successfully able to penetrate the wall of China. It was a crack in a wall, if you will. A breaking point in China history. It was a pivotal moment where that wall became desecrated. And now in 2022, it is nothing more than a tourist site to mankind. And I approach this concept to you that even though China experienced a break in the wall, and if you were to ask them years ago, they would have probably state that, you know what, it could have never happened. It was a tragedy. But I know, how about how many of you know there are some cracks in a wall that can provide fruitfulness? There are some breaking that is necessary in people's life. I'm not talking about a wall that's created by stone and earthly material. I am speaking of a wall that we as individuals can put up in our lives. How many been there? How many know somebody who's been hurt through rejection and they put up this wall? People who was abused physically, emotionally, and all kinds of matter have this wall so that they can protect themselves from people from, the, uh, from ever happening again. But, oh, church, I'm grateful to know that we serve an all-loving God that would never leave us nor forsake us. And he desired to penetrate those walls in our life. Um, that's, uh, how about the wall of flesh? Uh, the, the stubbornness of the flesh that wants nothing to do with what God has for us and what he wants to do through us. And in our opening scripture, we see how Jeremiah compares God's word to a hammer that break rocks into pieces. It, Jeremiah was known as a weeping prophet. Because initially he's seen the rise and unfortunately fall of Israel. He's seen where men and women were blessed by the Almighty because of the willingness to submit to his word. But ultimately we see throughout Jeremiah's life over 40 years. 40 years did God speak through Jeremiah to warn the people of their wickedness, to warn them of their stubbornness. But unfortunately, we've seen them at the end of the chapter to be captured away by the Babylonians. And I'm here to preach to a bunch of people that we can never be a stubborn people. That there has to be something that breaks when it comes to the word of God. When we step into his presence, there must be something that breaks. One day, uh, my, one of my former youth pastors was preaching. And uh, while he was preaching, he said that he asked God one evening, why is it that you can't lie? Now, he was a kid. He's one of God. Why can't you lie? And according to him, he said, God responded and said, and said, because when I speak, there is power. I cannot go about, I cannot go against my word. And, and I, when he said that, 
It's scripturally sound because Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two as a sword, piercing even to the defining sunder of the soul and spirit. And of the joint and marrow, it is discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Hearts. Ecclesiastic 8 and 4 says, Wherever the word of the king is, there is power. The prophet Isaiah says this for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there but water the earth and make it bring forth in bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater he also goes on and says so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing which I sent it to do in others word church when we become obedient to his word when we step in his presence like we did tonight something begins to break in our life something happens when we lift up holy hands something happens when we're willing to pray hours throughout the day there's something that breaks within us and it is our flesh our flesh can give us more problems than the devil himself our flesh come against everything that the word of God wants God tells us in Hebrews 11 and 6 but it without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must first believe he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him he, in Proverbs eight seventeen, 17 the word of God says I love them that loves me and those that seek me early in the morning also uh, it tells us we draw nigh unto him and he draw nigh unto us not that we are ever in, not in the presence of God it is because our flesh if we're not too careful we can feed our flesh and we become numb to the presence of God there's a type of leprosy that makes a numbness in our life the things that once convict us no longer convict us that's why it's important that every morning or every day we find ourselves in the presence of God because when we do something has to break something Thing transpires when we get into the presence of God brick by brick our flesh is broken down uh, when I was studying for, uh, for the scriptures of this message how can you not bring up the potter's wheel right God tells Jeremiah to get to the potter's house and when he goes he looks and he sees the potter and then he sees the clay that was on the wheel. Now the clay was us. And the potter is God. We need to make sure that we go ahead and set a date on a potter's wheel. Where we can begin to break down and be shaped and molded to what God envisioned us to be. That's why Paul says, I go from glory to glory. Prayer after prayer, church. We should become more like him. I, I, consistently when we align ourselves with the word of God there got to be something that breaks in all of our lives amen and that something is our flesh you know you would talk to people and they wonder you mean to tell me sister you go to a Tuesday night Bible study yeah why 
because you know something has to break. Brother, you go to church Wednesday and Sunday morning and sometimes Friday. Why? Because we know something has to break. You mean to tell me you give up a Thursday night and a Saturday night to go to a prayer meeting instead of going out and have fun? Why? Because we know something has to break. Our flesh has to be broken. I want to be broken in all the right places. I want to be broken by his word. I want to be broken by his presence. I want to be broken by the Holy Ghost. I ended with this. When did Jesus really step into ministry? Was it not after he went to the wilderness? What led him to the wilderness? It was the spirits. What did he do in the wilderness? He fasted. Fasting is another way to break the flesh. God cannot use a vessel that is not willing to be broken. You think about this oil. Now, I know I'm preaching to a knowledgeable church, but for those who may not know, this oil comes from olives. It takes up to six to eight months for that olive to mature. And when it finally matures, they take that olive and they crush it. And when it's crushed, the oil falls down. In other words, brothers and sisters, when we get to a place with God where he can break our flesh, the anointing falls down and we begin to operate under the divine favor of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Remember, something has to break and it's our flesh. If we could lift our hands just for a moment and thank God for this word. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for breaking us, God. Thank you for the word that you show us today. That there has to be something that breaks in our life. That is the flesh. And that when we do, we are able to operate on the divine anointing. The divine favor of you, God. To continue to be a Jeremiah in this lost word. Reaching people. Oh, God, we love and appreciate you. And everything that you do. In Jesus' name, amen.